Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Period drama. Period, Period drama. drama. I say! Yes. That's quite irregular. We're going back in time, you see, to mm. a historical point in time, but not too far back, you see, to make it a, an historical epic. No, no, we're going, we're going back, maybe to the eighties uh, mm. and and yonder to yonder. to about the seventeen hundreds. Who knows? Who knows where period dramas <laughs> begin and end in terms of <laughs> in terms of time period? Uh, but joining us, joining us for this week's episode. Stephen Thomas, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having yes. me here at Life's a Pitch Tower. I appreciate it. Uh, it's, uh, boy, the technology here. You got so many updates. I, I got to thank Dave Bulmer, I think. He's the he's the CEO, right? Yes, he is. Yes. Okay, yes. fantastic. So Dave thank Bulmer you, Dave, for this technology. This is amazing. We're still yeah, working on yeah, 70s do, uh, technology back at all the Webster Stage studios. It's just oh, one floor, by the way. It's not a tower. Um, oh, and well, uh, you should get, you should get a of, tower, yeah. Yeah, it, it's been an entire year since we put together an episode, specifically because we're doing analog, and I'm trying to edit that in. Uh, there was an entire week I was just wrapped up in tape. It was it was. <laughs> so, uh, Stephen Thomas, uh, you might know uh, from the Patreon list. Indeed, uh, <laughs> if you if you've listened to this, <laughs> if you listened to this podcast before, the one uh, name that will not change, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only island of sanity in the in the whirlwind <laughs> of the Patreon names at the end of the at the end of the show. Uh, but you're also a playwright, uh, an actor, and a, and a podcast host of the uh, aforementioned. Uh, all the webs are stage podcasts. So, yeah, it's it's, a, uh, it's good to finally have you on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Looking forward to pitching some shows. I wrote down names that you haven't said recently, potentially ever, just because I was like, I need to bring something to the table here. So I'm just going to be like throwing actors in. <laughs> Oh, good. We need oh, we need yes. a refresh. We need we do need yes. some 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 fl- fresh blood into the pool. Fantastic. We we lost our list of actors that we had written from like episode four, where we could not for the life of us think of any actors. So on that sheet, I think I, I took a photo of it. It's on our Facebook or Twitter somewhere. But I spelt Joaquin. Oh, it was yeah, it was Joaquin Phoenix, wasn't it? Yeah. I started to spell it with a Q because <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew there was a Q in there somewhere. Yeah. Crossed it out and then just put Wacken, W-A-C-K-I-N, apostrophe. Because I was like, that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, I'll just absolutely. go with that. But no one's going to see this. It's so messy. It kind of looks like you so you, you wrote Quacken Phoenix. Huh? <laughs> Quacken Phoenix. Yeah, we got old Quacken Phoenix man. in there. Good old Quacken Phoenix. Yeah. So a phoenix is like uh, a duck, then, is what Jeff- I'm hearing. <laughs> it's, it's a, a duck, duck that's that just burst into yeah. flames. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I think that's a Pokemon, oh, yeah, so it's good it? to know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Quacken Phoenix. It's, uh, yeah, it's what Psyduck evolved into eventually. Oh, yeah, Magma, there you go. There it is. Magma does have a duck's bill for no reason. Yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> oh, so it's good to know you've brought, you've, uh, you've come prepared with a list of, of names. Although I will, like, if, not that you're going to hear this, but if you hear your name and it's completely mispronounced, I apologize. Some of these names I wrote down not knowing the pronunciation and IMDb not helping me out today. <laughs> we uh, we've already apologized to uh, Timote Chalamet oh, yes. uh, for yes. many times, many times for pronouncing their name wrong. Um, but we'll see how we go. So uh, period dramas this week. How are we feeling about period dramas? You know, I, pretty good. I mean, what what is, what is your structure here? We're talking about like we need. Some high-class people, we probably need their servants, and the servants mm-hmm. are honestly more important than the high-class people because the servants are doing anything important. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we, we want to resonate with those, with those people, those underdogs, don't we? And yeah. then, um, yeah. uh, and then you, uh, in the meantime, um, all the high-class people can be um, uh, hilarious obstacles. Indeed, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't think we'd even need to pitch a movie after that, because that's just, that's just every period drama, right? That's, it's everything. We're done. We're done. But, of course, we do have to go through. We've got, we've got to do it. We've got to do it. Let's, let's, let's try it. Let's see what we can do. Maybe we can make, maybe we can make a new genre of period drama here today. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. So, um, people gave us imaginary made-up film titles on our social media. They are facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast as well. If you want to give us titles, if you're new to listening to this, uh, please go over to there and we post out a genre post like we did for period dramas this week, uh, usually on Fridays, Saturdays. Um, yeah, if you want to leave a comment, leave a reply uh, to those uh, with your made-up film titles, we might get around to pitching them on the show Mm. so without further ado let's get started so from f ross t the snowman we've got courts and corsets courts and corsets you say Hmm. yeah so i've written in brackets here tennis movie Uh, oh okay Okay, I was I was thinking like it's it's Dungeons and Dragons, but for um, uh, but for the Regency period, uh, a period drama. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea, actually. Like, I'm, sh- I'm sure, I'm sure, like, I'm sure, like a period, like a like a Jane okay. Austen. The, so tabletop role. I heard this proposal done, right? for the Dungeons and Dragons movie that I really liked, and I'm gonna throw it out here, like. We get into the movie, but like 20 minutes in, we see this is a period drama about a tennis court in a like a royal place. But we pull back and we see the players gathered at a table playing this game of courts and corsets together yes. with, ah. with the DM. And we start learning which player has which character in the show. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. You said the you said the tennis is still in. There. Oh, absolutely, yes, yes. And yeah, yeah. That lawn so tennis. Is this is this a tabletop role playing game about tennis players in a sort of 
Regency era. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> like England. <laughs> that, that is purely what the tabletop RPG is about. Well, I it's think about it's about. I think it's about all, there's all the mechanics that you know. In in right in Dungeons and Dragons, you might um, leap over a, a, a leap over a, a goblin to um, hmm. jump from a balcony, swing off a chandelier, and plunge your uh, your your dagger into the top of a dragon's head. Right. That might be something, an activity in Dungeons & Dragons, right? In Courts and Corsets, you might, um, like, uh, uh, create a, like, use your abilities to create a witty rejoinder to to Mr. Uh, uh, Crumpsberry, who's just told you that uh, uh, ladies shouldn't play uh, croquet after three in the afternoon. Um, like you, 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 it's, it's, you know, you make a roll to see whether or not you, yeah. uh, you, you can, um, uh, you can resist taking the, 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 the table, the, the display topping cake from, uh, the top of the, of, of the fancies. Oh yeah. And, and like you, you're going to your first, uh, you're going to your first gala ball yep. and you've got a roll for, um, like performance check to to sink in with yes. with the rest of the, of the dancers. Yeah, you've you know got to make your your debut taunt check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to roll to find out whether or not your character shows up at the right time, not on time, but the right time for high tea. Yeah, that's the equivalent of initiative. You decide whether or not you get you get there first too too early, too, too late, early. or uh, fashionably. So- uh, <laughs> So what I'm vibing here, right, is the D&D movie, but it's, like, based off of this tabletop RPG that doesn't exist, and somehow a Hollywood producer has gone, let's make a tennis movie. <laughs> like, that is also in there mm-hmm. yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, I like, I, I think in, the, in this particular adventure, much like in how in the Dungeons & Dragons movie, it's about a heist, right? Not all Dungeons & Dragons is yeah. about a heist. Um, very much in that same way just the coverage of courts and courses that we're currently doing like the, the adventure mm. they're doing currently concerns um, uh, a, 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 a tennis <laughs> sort of away day lawn tennis the person they're trying to impress yeah. the, the sort of like you know the, the, the really powerful people that they've gone to, a, to for a weekend or a, for, a, for a couple of weeks stay uh, as often happened yeah. at the time uh, they love lawn tennis and so uh, impressing them with your lawn tennis skills is going to be a big part of it. Yes, very, very important. <laughs> I, I will also throw out there, obviously, we start out the movie, those first 20 minutes, we don't realize necessarily that this is a game going on. We're just mm-hmm. seeing the regency of it all. However, what we do start noticing is all these voices sound similar except for like five people. Everybody else seems to have a very similar voice. And it turns out, when we cut out 20 minutes later, Winston Duke is hosting the game. He is the game master of this. And we've been hearing (laughs) Winston Duke dubbed over everybody. (laughs) Now, you've mentioned a name there, Winston Duke. Yes, go on. Uh, Winston Duke is M'Baku in... uh, uh, Yes! Yes. The 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 dad from us yes yes as well. yes 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 oh, yes yes he's a yeah, yeah. he's a fantastic actor yes I love Winston Duke I kind of and, and and here's the thing we get a really solid cast of um of like British period actors right 
<gasps> and then but every one of the people playing the game is like an American, yeah, trying to do a bad <laughs> British accent. <laughs> we would never. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, so, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, we would I, always. I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. <laughs> and so it's just like, it's this it's this weird, like, uh, you know, kind of, uh, uh, what do they call it? Like, disconnect, I suppose. That weird sort of, like, mm. that that cross between, like, hey, is this is this just a bad period drama? Is something going on yeah, here? Something, something's yeah. going on, but is it just bad or, oh. So, like, Natalie Portman, <laughs> definitely one of the players going on here. Yeah, 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 yeah mm. for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! Yes, I forgot how bad her English accent is. <laughs> it's it's pretty atrocious. That and we've got Mark Ruffalo. Um, oh yeah, he's doing a British yes, accent the yes. whole way through. Doing his poor if, things accent. If you've seen Poor Things, you know <laughs> you know how well he does an English accent. No. We just like I just want more Mark Ruffalo doing a British accent after seeing Was Poor that, Things because it, it felt it's like somewhere between English and French, uh, like <laughs> but but in a in a real sort of like um, here's an English French person pretending to be Mark Ruffalo sort of way. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm. Yes. Uh, uh, he's like, uh, be careful not to fall in love with me. And it's just like, what? Who? Who? What is this voice? <laughs> <laughs> Where's he from? Who knows? Oh, uh, oh, I like that. And if anyone wants to uh, make that period drama, I'm sure there's a period drama tabletop RPG somewhere. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh there, yeah, there, there yeah. absolutely yeah, exists yeah. seventeen thousand of them. But it um, doesn't involve yeah, rules yeah. for playing tennis, so that's where yes, we've that's helped. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a homebrew yep. uh, like rules for for one of them. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll put it up on Drive Through RPG. You can buy it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So from Ashley Ralph, we've got Mrs. Protozoa. Mrs. Protozoa. Oh. Now there's a word yeah. I have to look up. <laughs> I, I, I know it's the Protozoic period. Uh, yes. Uh, so we, we're going very period drama here. Very. Yeah. yeah. So what period of dinosaur are we talking about? I, I think this? that's like... I may be misremembering, or but we... we're talking about single-cell organisms at that point. Are we not? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like... I was like is it is it like a double bluff and we're in the Protozoic era? But I don't think that's right. No, absolutely. Mainly proto, like the that's... proto side of it is like no, no. That sounds like the first of something. That's the... or before era, right? That's the era of the first uh, first discovered life, as in the earliest <laughs> that life exists. Yes, yes, that's what I thought. So. Proposal, since <laughs> since Pixar loves doing this, I think we give this to Pixar. This is a Pixar movie. <laughs> oh yes. And Mrs. Yes. Protozoa, uh, there there is definitely this person, this Protozoa entity uh, that is looking to move up in the society of Protozoic rocks. Because the rocks are, of course, the fancy I was homes. thinking she was... I was thinking she was like a, a single-celled widow Ooh, who, okay. after the after the mitosis, the other one died. Mm, mm, basically, gotcha. so it's just just one one single cell uh, going off on on their own, mm-hmm. um, who who may or may not have a house in which their uh, uh, their wedding cake is is going rotten, um, 
and uh, they're still wedding. Uh, they're still wearing their uh, their wedding wedding veil uh, on their <laughs> single on their uh, over their nucleus. Gotcha. Um, I'm thinking like because because here's the thing, right? The, the thing with single celled organisms is they start getting more complex <laughs> when they start working together, right? When mm. they start. I haven't heard that multi- Seinfeld bit before. <laughs> What? The thing with single-celled organisms <laughs> is they started going... Um, the uh, They start getting better when they start working together, right? So I'm thinking mm. it's... We, we, we very much compare the the single-celled organisms-ness to the dating game <laughs> and okay. singles culture. And everyone's like... Oh, I'm not fine. Yeah, uh, you you've just got to be out for yourself, really. You know, like like you know, next, don't care right. for you. And uh, I th- because it's it's still period drama. I think we still work some regency in here, where there are folks working together as servants to Mrs. Protozoa, who are actually mm. working together and succeeding, while Mrs. Protozoa, who's just trying to date. And keeps giving up on people. And because of that Seinfeld reference, I'm going to have to say Julia Louis-Dreyfus, maybe, for the voice. Ah, <laughs> yeah. But, like, she keeps rejecting people, and she's not joining up, not becoming able to join together, while we see her servants underneath her trying to help her out, and they are actually succeeding at, like, making society flourish. What what's the is is there a Shakespeare play where like no it's not a Shakespeare but there's there's something where <laughs> is, there a, is there a Shakespeare play about single celled organisms? <laughs> there's there's some it's very much famous about piece of media, very famous <laughs> story about someone who uh, is a matchmaker, right? Constantly trying to set up everyone else's relationships mm. and oh I, um. Cannot for the life of me remember what it well, is. Well, much ado about nothing has about that, or in this case, much ado about nothing. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. that's the tagline. Oh, oh, that's very much the tagline of this, <laughs> this movie. Much ado about nothing. Much okay. ado about. Oh, it's not. No, it's not Taming of the Shrew, is it? It's, no. It's, oh crap! Is, is it Emma? There's a lot is of matchmaking in. I'm. It's not Shakespeare. Yes, it, Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I, th- I think I know where the confusion comes in because Clueless feels like a film based on a Shakespeare play when it's in fact Emma. <laughs> so that's that's probably why. And uh, Clueless is based on Emma. So maybe and Emma, and Emma does do that. I think where she yeah she match makes everyone but can't find love for herself. So maybe like we have it's not just cells that are people in this world, right? The servants are hmm. like. Um, little uh, bits of uh, I don't know uh, mineral or whatever like little bits of, of, of kind of uh, composite chemicals they're not really cells the nobles the aristocracy they're cells they're organisms this is definitely going to be the era of Pixar that no one cares yeah, about for isn't sure. it? Well, I, I've not seen the last three Pixar movies it already is because Elemental had because no concept they, yeah yeah because they just look like parodies of Pixar movies at this point. <laughs> I mean, Turning Red was good. Yep. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> but I forgot. I forgot that existed. Mm. That's what I'm trying to I say. I think that's because like, it came out big... in the middle of a pandemic and nobody went to the cinema to see it. But yeah, I think <laughs> I think in this world, like you've got your like aristocracy, their cells, and then you've got the the the, the little people, little tiny mm. n- nuclear tides. I don't know, I, someone else will do the science for me. Oh sure. Um, <laughs> And uh, they're all. We'll get Neil uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson on on board. Oh, good. He knows a lot about science. And then yeah. getting, he'll be our scientific consultant. Getting them to 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 match make and get Mrs. Mrs. Protozoa, Protozoa. to finally accept like <laughs> that that her her need for individuality. You know, her life is better with 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 working together with other people because um, she's so hurt by the loss of her other one other self that she got on with one time <laughs> and uh and once and when and at the end they're happy they uh mrs 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 protozoa actually divides herself and become just just <laughs> marries her uh, like Screw a it. yeah an eight, i'm not i'm not marrying any one no. of you i'll just marry myself and then just splits into it's two just mitoses yeah yes yeah I love it. And just are. because we need, as we said, Pixar is having some trouble getting people into the theater. We need a little bit of controversy. So even though we have Neil deGrasse Tyson as our scientific consultant, we're going to pull out at the end and we're going to see the skyline and we're going to see all the stars and they're completely wrong for the era. Just to make <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson mad. Just he's in the premiere because we we consulted it, we paid him, yeah. we've we've given this man money, and then just so we can have a camera on him, you know, like that Shia LaBeouf live stream, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's just a camera on Neil deGrasse Tyson gritting his teeth while he watches. <laughs> We have him as a scientific consultant, but just don't listen. The whole thing is like made up. Um, <laughs> Part of it, part of the experiment is just watching Neil's reaction as, like, and at the end, like, instead of, like, director or starring the first credit, his scientific consultant, Neil Neil Tyson, like, his name is just all over this. He's like, I'm ruined! (laughs) Damn, those lives of pitch boys! No one will ever listen to Star Talk again! (laughs) Like, he comes out and he just says, you know, honestly, the starscape was the most accurate thing in the movie, actually. And it was wrong. Because technically, and uh, a lot of people don't know this, um, uh, uh, single-celled organisms uh, cannot talk. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Neil. Thanks. (laughs) Cheers, Neil. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, so Mrs. Protozoa, a prank on Mr. Grass Tyson. Empire magazine. We have one cut for the for the premiere, and the rest of the screenings we send out are all ones with Neil's reaction in in the corner. Picture in picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of the director's cut, it's the uh, scientific consultant's cut. <laughs> yeah. So from James Cannon, we've got a squandering of good manners. A squandering, squandering of, good, of manners. good manners. 
Interesting. Yeah. Good. Oh, Good. this feels like a fall from grace of some kind. You know, like someone's being raised to 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 be all proper and go to mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the ball and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And then they just decide that what they want to do is like chase around um, pigs in a sty or I don't know, like <laughs> just just someone really like just someone really uh, fumbling the bag in terms of social um, social niceties. Now, that's the word squandering. I've written a few words down here. Uh, I don't really know what they mean um, because because it's old speech. Uh, that's <laughs> Squ- you know what squandering means? Squandering. Squandering, I, I have an idea of what squandering means. Is it like just sort of a waste of good manners? Yeah, almost? essentially. Yeah. 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 High class yeah, wasting good. of good manners. If you, yes. um, if you like, uh, I think squandered often is like, uh, wealth. Um, you get given wealth and you squander it um, by, you know, buying temporary gambling. pleasures. Gambling is yeah. Yeah, a good example. Just buy, put like, you know, it, it's a very, it's, it, you know, it's a very period drama thing to do. Uh, is to is to have buying, someone who like buying, you know, like a, a reputable social media outlet and just running it into the ground. Yes, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what mm-hmm. I think. That's what yep. I think a, a modern day person would do yeah if they were to uh, squander wealth given to them by their by their parents you might yeah, yeah, yeah. social media okay. so <laughs> so if i'm understanding correctly tommy was so is kind of our main character is that what i'm hearing <laughs> <laughs> yes if you were to get get the uh, the bit we were doing that it was elon musk who is always played by actor director writer tommy was um the the man from the room, uh, then yeah, I, I think uh, I think Tommy Wiseau is is good with an e manners. Good uh, manners. Good, okay, okay, manners. I see. Yeah, all right. Good. <laughs> and hey, I think, it's me, okay. Goody Manners. Hi. And I think the show opens up with a servant coming in, ready to work for uh, Elon Musk. Uh, they're looking at the name, and they're like, ooh. Need to go support Goody Manners. Good Goody Manners. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go. All right, here we go. And it turns out it's just pronounced Good Manners. And like, oh no, what? Oh. Yep. Yeah. We, we we are we are shown that like we're early on we're shown why this movie is called what what this movie is called is because we are gonna see someone squandered. Um, <laughs> right. Person. So so Tommy Wiseau is Good Manners. Who is who is like got this all this massive like education a, a and all young he wants lord. to do is roll around in the dirt a, lo- a young lord yeah, um, and this um, new butler is trying to sort of teach him uh, teach him a good yes. uh, a good way to go I, I guess I think okay, yeah, so, the butler so, is Stephen Fry I, I want to say mm, ah yeah so like, oh, I've uh, always wanted to see Worcester. Stephen Fry and Tommy Wiseau act opposite <laughs> each other. that's true. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, like, you, you you think maybe this is like, uh, maybe Regency, like that kind of Pride and Prejudice era, where like yeah. um, you've got a new, like a uh, uh, a previously very much uh, kind of down and out, but still kind of like societally upper class uh, mm-hmm. uh, family, suddenly comes into wealth, right? And so they've just moved into this big hall. They've just like uh, bought uh, bought their way into this this countryside that's 
um, uh, like a whole brand new social scene, right? And their name is kind of mud and their name is kind of nothing. And they've Mm. also been sort of, you know, because their name has always been nothing and they've been working on getting all this money, Mm. their, 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 their son... Tommy Wiseau, good manners, uh, is um, <laughs> is like going to be the eligible bachelor, right? That they want to, that they want everyone mm. to be like vying for the, the uh, and and so they set about. They call for the gre- the best butler there is in the whole damn world. Uh, they 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 search about. They search about the Peak District, looking for the best yeah. butler. Actually, end up getting one up from London, who who's uh, who used to be a servant to the king, and uh, and and here comes Stephen Fry, kind of Mary Poppins is Poppinsing his way <laughs> into this house. Well, they, they all they audition quite a lot, like in Mary Poppins. Yeah. but it's it's all Robin Williams characters. <laughs> oh, that come in. fantastic! Um, it's all just Robin Williams dressed up in different costumes. One of them is the G, Robin Williams, which is confusing for yeah. a second. That's okay. <laughs> You've it's, never it's had a Will butler Smith like genie. me. It's the Will Smith genie, but with the voice of Robin Williams. <laughs> This is unused footage, unused voicing from Aladdin when they recorded it. They just cut some of that in there for that. Um, and then, of course, there's there there are is both Mork and Mindy as as depicted by by Robin Williams doing his best. Yeah, and then in comes got flying Patch Adams in as well, Stephen Fry. To uh, yeah. to help out, what what <laughs> object is he? I want him not to have an umbrella, but what else could be yeah. holding him up? A shoe. A shoe. <laughs> yes, he's flying by his shoe. Fantastic. How? I mean, I mean, I kind of like the idea that he is. It isn't. He does have an umbrella, but it's like. Um, very much not floating in casually. He's like, it's windy, right? And it's windy in the peak. Oh, good. <laughs> and, okay. okay. And this house mm. that they've bought is in a big canyon that just funnels the wind, <laughs> like straight down the uh, straight down the way. And he's just whoa, whoa. and like. Because I'm thinking about this being a kind of Adam's family, like normal person has to put up with the weirdness of oh, yes. the, the Manners family, you know, yeah. like the, the, they, they, he's come to this house expecting to sort of like uh, train a child. And there's this God knows how old he is, man. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. We've, we've picked a man who is seemingly ageless. <laughs> yes, of course. He could be 29, could be 102. Who knows how old Tommy Wiseau is. <laughs> and he, so Tommy um, Wiseau is, happens to be standing outside in this torrential wind uh, as uh, Stephen Fry comes floating down and he says, Oh, hi, Umbrella Man. <laughs> uh, hi, umbrella man. Hi, umbrella man. You like hanging from an umbrella there? And he's like, I'm stuck in this tree outside your house. Oh, sure. Get I, I can get somebody to get you down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've got this dynamic of Stephen Fry and Tommy. So yeah. Tommy, I think what should happen is uh, Stephen Fry is trying to teach Tommy Wiseau mm. like good manners mm. but Tommy Wiseau just wants to roll around with the pigs yep. in the dirt yeah <laughs> and just like he, he's he's going off all over the place just running around and I, I think 
Stephen Fry should teach him some manners mm -hmm. to basically go to the ball or whatever, mm -hmm. or the gala. That's the big thing at the end. But Tommy Wiseau should also teach Stephen Fry how to not be all uptight and and like proper. Okay. Like okay. Stephen Fry should do like a dance number at the end, you know, where <laughs> where we get a band in like like Smash Mouth or something. Yeah, so you mean, you're like, talking about a dance Oh yes, party. I'm I'm getting I'm getting jiggy with it as jiggy well. Yes. But, uh, with the ball. Um, yes. So yeah. I, I had another way that we, this could go, which is essentially like mm. the arc of Parasite, that basically Stephen mm. Fry's like, this This family don't deserve this wealth. I'm going to funnel oh, it to yeah, another yeah. family who I'm working for on the side or something, you know, like, uh, yeah. like I don't know who is the good guy in this movie or who the protagonist is. I kind of think <laughs> it'd be, it would be kind of fun if like, you know, someone Stephen Fry used to work for or whatever is like mm. is like uh, they've got this house and the house is very important but the family are not very important mm -hmm. if you get mm -hmm. me the money i could get you a i could get you an, an obe i could get you a a, a, a kind of what are they like a like a, <laughs> an a, obe you an say honorably, an honorable knighthood sort of thing you know like ah. a, some station in the in the world and then ah. he's he's got to uh he's kind of playing both sides or he's trying to he's betraying this family who he's slowly become coming to love or like mm. to mm, tolerate um because it is <laughs> admittedly it's it's elon musk it's tommy Wiseau, it's just this weird guy <laughs> who doesn't know what to do with his money so um, I, I don't know I, I think yeah maybe maybe the side person this is michelle yo was who stephen fry used to work for uh she her big problem was that she didn't start out as an aristocracy, so she was like, yeah. came into it, and Stephen Fry actually had to help her figure out. Okay, here's how you move in these circles without becoming mm -hmm. as terrible as them. Mm -hmm. And we see a little bit of that in the backstory. Yeah. Okay. That, that that's cool. I kind of like the idea of like taking the perspective, shifting a perspective partway through the movie. So you have this perspective of like stranger comes to a strange house right you start learning about the background of this this rich family and then you shift the perspective and it's suddenly like we're, we're, we're from Stephen Fry's, Fry's perspective and we start having these conversations where it's like this was the plan all along right yeah uh, he came here specifically to get to, yes. to make um, uh, to make good manners spend all his money on a Michelle Yeoh business venture and lose it and, and kind mm. of kind of uh, spend it all she's going to lose it all and then she's going to be able to buy the house as collateral um you mm. know from from them if because they need the money to for upkeep sort of thing and and i i think i think we shouldn't rule out a dance party at the end <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> we should never rule out a smash mouth dance party yeah. at the end i mean it, it yeah it was... turns out that like tommy was so in the end gets what he's always wanted which is just to roll with the pigs becomes like becomes michelle yo's pig keeper and just takes care of the pigs and gets to hang out with them yeah yeah like, yeah oh yeah, yeah it's so fun i love it <laughs> Yes, it's the person perfect emotional unbeat, right? Is that like <laughs> Stephen Fry it feels terrible. He's like, I'm sorry, good. You've you've become my friend in a way because you're not like the other rich people. Um uh like I know we don't we're not the same, but like I can tell that you what you want to do is just hang out with pigs and I 
I, I've been doing this thing. I've been undermining your wealth. All the money you've been spending on anything on in the grounds and the, and the, and, and every, every, all the stuff, I've been giving it to to uh, like I've been seeding all these ideas for me, Michelle Yeoh. And he's like, oh, that's a shame. But uh, do I get to keep the pigsty? And he just it's doesn't okay, care, Mister Umbrella Man. <laughs> it's okay. I brought I brought Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't care at all. He's just, yeah. he's just like, yeah, it's okay. No, I forgive you because uh, you introduced me to the pigs and uh, and I brought Smash Mouth with me and we're going to have a party now. This is going to be an amazing movie. Squandering of good manners. That sounds, I think we nailed it all. <laughs> I think that's, it's a perfect uh, three-act structure in that. Yeah, I, I think we have um, "Walking on the Sun" by Smash Mouth playing <laughs> oh, because gosh. everyone thinks it's going to be all star. Yep. We keep on, we keep on pushing Smash Mouth the whole film, and then just one of their lesser known songs at the end. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he's behind a screen door, like a glass screen door, and he's like, um, like whistling, you know, and doing the it, like. It looks like he's doing the intro to um, uh, to, to, to uh, All Star, and then we open the screen door, and it turns out no, it's he's, he's started walking on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. That was a squandering of good manners. So those were all our titles this week. Wow. Uh, oh, I, I, I feel yeah. I feel ones. like I understand history better now. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And you do. I, that's 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 a correct assumption you have. Good. <laughs> yes, we've all we've all had a all had a history lesson as to how it actually happened. Uh, maybe the history buffs YouTube channel will watch this, these movies in the years to come and go, hundred percent accurate. No no notes, <laughs> no notes. Shortest videos the history buffs has ever done. Uh, that's uh, or the history buff, sorry, <laughs> has ever done. So thank you all for listening And uh, thank you Stephen for coming oh, on Oh for sure, thank you for having me, I appreciate it uh, Where can people find you if they want well, to? Well um, there are still episodes out there Of All the Webs of Stage Which is a short play podcast You can find that where most good podcasts are found And bad ones too um, And then there is uh, Something called Capes and Caverns That I run which we talked at some point About D&D and nerdiness And I happened to Write an overlay of uh, Dungeons and Dragons where superheroes show up. Uh, so nice. you can find us playing that as under silver underscore bullet, either on YouTube or Twitch as well. Uh, I'm trying to do the math here real quick. We tried a game every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Pacific time, which is sometime in the morning UK time. 4.30 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all, all the good stuff is on at about 4 a.m. for us. That yeah. sounds right. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, like, it's why all of the live podcasts I've ever listened to are morning shows, mm -hmm. because they're on in, uh, at 3 p.m. Sure, sure. <laughs> but if you're just interested in hearing what Capes and Caverns is about, I have all the backlog on YouTube, again, at silver underscore bullet. Super. That's B-U-L-E-T-T-E. -E. Yes. yes. As in that like, creature, like the, the bullet. Yeah, the oh. like the 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 D and D monster that um, uh, everyone's been killed by in Baldur's Gate three. Exactly. 
<laughs> oh no, spoilers. Wait a minute. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we hope you have enjoyed the show. Um, and uh, if you have enjoyed the show, then please consider telling your friends about it maybe making a podcast more successful than ours and then telling your listeners about it mm. or you know any, any of those things um the uh, perhaps um uh take part in a diplomatic snafu Ooh. um and then when you get your five <clears throat> minutes on on a national uh tv uh, or international ta- uh, tv you just blurt out the name the life's a pitch podcast and people we get a lot of lessons from just confused journalists um mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> trying to find out what the hell you were talking about so maybe try maybe consider that yeah all right maybe, just maybe, like i don't maybe know. just like tell neil, neil degrasse tyson about this specific episode make him listen to it and then make him come <laughs> oh, back yeah. and film his reaction and, and, the, and the last few weeks as well <laughs> uh, we've really been just going for Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've kind of been coming for him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oops. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you don't want to do any of those things or participate in the bullying of Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, then uh, maybe you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast, as Stephen has done. Um, and uh, you can uh, give us a little bit of money each month to keep the podcast going help us uh you know keep making it and 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 just well to be honest not even just us so just support any of the artists that you like not that this is art per se everything is art or nothing is art all right but if you give us a little bit of money um we uh can continue making the podcast it pays for a bunch of stuff hosting and time and uh, equipment and all that sort of thing and you can get bonus pictures and uh bonus content and a vote on the genre each week and all sorts of fantastic stuff over there just go and check it out um you also get your name read out uh or Whatever you choose to make us say, or me say, specifically. Um, So that's how you ended up with this particular unhinged list. That is Spanky, Ross T. The Snowman. Listen here, ungrateful mortals. I will deliver on your weird wishes. I just have to harvest enough meat. Stephen D. Thomas. Orcs.podbean.com Christmas episode now out in the wild like a feral elf being hunted by a shotgun wielding St. Nick. Fingers to hand, the ginger electrician watching from a soundproof closet. James Delaney, thenceforth Cream Bapple, whereupon the descent of New Year's moon for Unpond, Overon, beyond Whipst, upon the Ginny Gallowine, a nubile cough, a bewetted splutter, a scribbed presbyteranalysis of hitherto went for seeings beyond a hired carriage. Your 54th favourite mysterious benefactor. This year, let's keep things normal, eh? That's too late for that. Rebecca, enter film quotes here later, Beachy. God damn you, Genie, where's my sky meat question mark? Brent Black, it's in the sky, reproducing. It will come, all will come, all will pall. To Matt, I murmured this ungainly bar to hear revolution so plainly. Though Patreon had little meaning, little understanding bore, yet we cannot help agreeing that no Patreon being ever was cursed with reading this list as before matt or tom upon the life's a pitch studio clawing at the tower door perched sat considered matt a bird nevermore joseph hegarty wait, wait hang on stop, 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 stop. To... was that all one name uh yeah 
Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't <laughs> know how they longer. get it past how the, they the, the, the... I don't know. I don't know. Patreon, how they keep getting limits. it past... <laughs> like, no, the thing is, I have seen other people's names cut off by the character limit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm just not going to question. Joseph Hegarty. Anybody coming to gut level? The festive cereal dragon and family... This truth is so well fixed in the minds of the surrounding families. Deny human, deny human, deny human. I, a mythological wish-granting type lad, note the impatience of it and, uh, and impertinence I have been subjected to. You will all have your wishes. You will all rube the day that you dared to wish. Some of these, they are deleting spaces. Um, mm. So that's ah. the <laughs> Uh, yeah. Alex Keane, stage direction, press the red button that says Poe and add a suitable gothic music sting. Hark, the herald angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. You all wanted wishes but not to accompany me for a simple climb. Take, take, take. Noted. Zoe, 2024 is going to be slutty. Let's go, gang. Time to cancel Matt for his right-wing opinions about taxation and morality. The vengeful ghosts of Lizzie Windsor and Winston Churchill, presumably for getting so much history wrong. Um, that's all of our <laughs> patrons this week. Thank you all to those people. Uh, and Patreon, sort your life out. <laughs> Put a character Patreon yeah. users love you all. Those are great names. Patreon, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're, sp you're supposed limit to be to, limited to maybe twenty characters. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> All right, so thank you again to everyone on Patreon, and we end the show as we always do with the S Very Clever Award, which is the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title, and uh, yeah, just had a bit of fun with it. So uh, this week it goes to uh, Jenna Silver. Who's given us Downton Abyss? <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. <laughs> that would have been good. That fun. was very. That was very good. It's upstairs, yeah. downstairs, and downstairs. <laughs> Further downstairs into the void. So until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Stephen Thomas. And remember, who pitched it? <laughs> <laughs>